Right. Let's get to it. So for those of you who are regular listeners, you'll understand that we usually don't talk just about Chelsea or Everton. We don't like to pander to Jack Diego or equally mine because uh, that's a dangerous, dangerous place to be in. Um, however, obviously, those of you that are football fans or first-time listeners will understand that um, the time of recording, Monday 25th of Jan, um, Frank Lampard has been relieved of his duties and sacked at Chelsea Football Club. Now, for me, I wanted to get on as a football fan and get Jack's take on exactly what is going on. Why is a club legend being treated like this? As a reiterate and, and build upon a point he made in the last episode, which will tie in quite nicely, um, Chelsea knew what they were getting when they asked Frank to take over 18 months ago. They knew they were getting a manager who'd only had a season and a bit of a derby and was relatively new to the role, was coming in to manage bigger players at a bigger club with a bigger set of expectations. All reality, this is his first blip, which everybody has. I mean, if you look back now as a football fan, you don't have to support a particular club, but if you do look back as a, as a football fan, imagine Klopp, 18 months in, couple of bad runs, Liverpool go, no, it's all right, we're coming away from that plan now. That's not good enough for our football club right now. So we're going to bin it off. Liverpool don't go and win the Champions League. They don't go and win the Club World Cup. They don't go and win the Premier League for the first time in 30 years. None of those things happen. World-class players don't want to come to Liverpool anymore. And that's how it would have been. However, Liverpool Football Club and the board of FSG decided, no, we part of a project. Going to be bumps in the road, but there always are. Success in, and success in a particular role and success in a journey is always steeped in a little bit of failure. And from failure... I've always found from my, my meagre coaching experience from failure is always success. It's the only way to find success is to fail, to know why you fail, to learn from it, to build on it and to build some character off the other side. Now, Chelsea Football Club, we all know we've got a, a terrible history and past in terms of just sacking managers willy-nilly. I honestly thought this one would have landed differently. I honestly thought this one was the one that they were they were like, no, need to stop this, need a project, need a young, exciting manager with some ideas, with some different ideas. Someone we can trust, someone we can away both ways. So why not Frank Lampard? Why not a club legend? Record goal scorer at Chelsea Football Club. How many leagues did he win at Chelsea? Um, three. Three leagues at Chelsea. It's an astonishing achievement for any footballer. He then goes to his hands of management. He steps down a division. I say steps down. He comes out of the division he's played in for the, his entire career, and he comes down and he cuts his teeth at Derby. He does a, he does a good job. It doesn't get them promoted. A lot of people seeing that as failure, but for anybody from the outside looking in, will see it as failure. But if you know the workings of a club and you know how big of a job it is to get out of the championship, you'll understand that that's not failure. That's learning. That is part and parcel of becoming a manager. Now, Chelsea have brought him in. They've asked him to do a particular job. The job went absolutely outstandingly well last year. But as we've all seen, football's a different game this year. COVID is still in the midst of the game and it's cancelling games left, right and centre. Long COVID is affecting players left, right and centre. Tactics are out the window. Anybody can go and lose a game. Nobody's able to put five, six games of solid football together. There's always something that can be worked on or improved on. And yet Chelsea have still decided to move him on. So that's enough from me. I'm now going to pass over to Jack, who's a passionate Chelsea fan. Jack, where do we go from here, mate? So we're five points off fourth, yeah? Yeah. And Liverpool are six points off the top of the league. Mm-hmm. So that sums up your what you've just said perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing here? It's expectations, isn't it? 
Um, it's not even like, it's not even the arguments of there's levels to this game. It's not. It's expectations, and it's it appears to be Roman's expectations are I want more. I just want more. I don't I don't care what you've got. I just want more. Is from the outside looking in is what it looks like. So, I sent you the statement that we put up. Seen it. And for the first time ever, Roman Abramovich has commented. Mm. And for the first time ever, well, obviously, because it's if it's the first time ever he's commenting, it's the first time he's his statement, his quotes are, are in it. Normally, it's just thank you for everything you've done. We wish you well in the future, and we will not comment or X will take over till the end of the season. Mm. So I'm going to read it to you, dead quick. Yeah. So Roman Abramovich has said. This was a very difficult decision for the club, not least because I have an excellent personal relationship with Frank and I have the utmost respect for him. He is a man of great integrity and has the highest of work ethics. However, under current circumstances, we believe it's best to change managers. On behalf of everyone at the club, the board, and personally, I would like to thank Frank for his work as head coach and wish him every success in the future. He is an important icon of this great club and his status here remains undiminished. He will always be warmly welcomed back at Stamford Bridge. And then they say the club will make no further comment until such a time as a head coach is appointed, which looks like it's Thomas Tuchel, which looks like it will be announced, I imagine, tomorrow. So he's in the dugout for Wednesday, but they Mm. won't do it today at the time of recording to, quote unquote, show respect or whatever. Because normally every other time. When they're sacked, we already know who's in. Well, Josie's out, Abraham's in. Happened, they? They've happened, but they announce it. Mm. I think the fact that they've gone, we won't be making a comment. They'll do it yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I don't know what, what for whatever reason. Apparently, Which is the only classy move Chelsea have made in this whole debacle. So I take from that one: Roman getting involved. Okay, that is a big thing. But two, they expected Lampard to do a Guardiola or a Zidane. That, that's the only thing now. They expected him to come in and win leagues, win Champions Leagues, and it's done. We're up there. It's it's without question. The way Guardiola just came in first job and the way Zidane just went in. That is apparently off the cards. Can't happen. So he's on. Or behind the scenes, which we may or may not ever know, it's unrepairable between him and the players or something. Mm. I am starting to get the impression now... And, you, you know, you're always speculating, but now that something like this has happened, it starts to lead you down the other path. You know, when you're not sure which way it's going. That, yeah, yeah. And this isn't me trying to pin blame. Some of the new lads that have come in, they're not really that asked about who he is. Mason Mount was captain against um, Luton in the FA Cup. Yeah. Some people are speculating that Frank already kind of knew he was going. Monday so morning, and he went, do you know what, you're in, you're getting rewarded, Gilmore, you're in, Abraham, you're in, Reese James, you're in, or he's not known and he's, you know, he's coming today and, you know, you know, apparently from what's happened is the Chelsea players uh, were contacted and said, don't come into training until this afternoon, Frank Lampard was told, can you come in in the morning, that's when everyone realised it was they wanted it done nice and quick. Then the Telegraph reported it, and and I, I was, I, I've I've said on this show I went to bed after the City game thinking I could wake up to this in the morning, and I went to bed after the Leicester game thinking I could wake up to this in the morning. I didn't for one second think I'd wake up today, and it would happen today. So much for whoever was reporting that he had three games to save his job. That's gone out the window. In uh, Wolves, Burnley, and Tottenham, and um. 
I, I'm gutted. But I also feel like a bit of a mug, if I'm honest, um, as a Chelsea fan, because what are we doing? What What was the point? There was no point in hiring him. There was no point in hiring him. It they seems could've... like he came in last year because it was a, such a free hit with the transfer ban that they thought, might as well give it to Frank. Well, then fucking hire Gus Hiddink for a year. He's done it like Gus, Avram, come in for a year, mate, because this is chaos and we can't hire anyone and we can't attract anyone of top name like Allegri's, like Tuchel's. So can you just come in and steer us through and they go, yes, yeah, I'll do you the favour, mate. You can't, like, there's no point in hiring him. And then as soon as, by the way, I've seen a tweet by, you know, the Sky News presenter, Mark Austin. Yes. She's a big Chelsea fan. So he's tweeted, it's not even about getting out of, you don't, you're not even allowed to get out of your slump now. If you end up in a slump, you're gone. So Chelsea now can't ever get in a slump because you're gone. Can't ever lose Tuchel, two or three games. Thomas Tuchel better win constantly. Better win something this year. Better win something next year. Because clearly you're not allowed to go into a slump. Mm. I mean, obviously they've looked at it and gone, we're not coming out of it. But what's the point? In, there was no point in hiring him. Or they were naive. And this is why I'm saying I think that they must have looked at it and gone, he'll do a Zidane or a, a Pep. Because this was always happening. Who, who, everyone who knows a bit about football knows, well, a slump will come eventually. And it'll be really interesting to see how it's handled. Fair point. And, and this, this is where I'm like, when people are like, the ninth in the league. You were five points off fourth. This isn't a ninth in the league kind of season where you get to like throw that on. Like Liverpool are fourth. Yeah, but we're also not, you know, kicking bins about it. United are top, Leicester are there, Villa are there, Southampton are there, West Ham are there. It's chaos. COVID, like you've said, everything. We're five points off fourth. What, what's we're ha- we're only halfway. And we're also, sorry to interrupt you. No, sorry, we're also in January, and I put that in inverted commas because we are. But for the what a normal season would be, just on halfway. we would be, would you say, almost approaching Christmas? Be in the middle of the Christmas sort of in thing? So, you know, this is like, so they've obviously, by the way, it's minimum top four then. They obviously don't think top four is achievable under the current way we were going. So now Tuchel, but then if Tuchel doesn't get top four, it won't matter because it'd be like, yeah, but you came in partway through. So you made an but, interesting point before around um, Mason Mountcaptain the side against Luton. And the fact that Abraham was given the start and Billy Gilmore, Reese James, who have obviously turned into first-team players, but for them to start so many of them against Luton uh, did look like a bit of a nod now when you look back at it. Um, do you think there's any gravity in him, in him losing his role or or relationships breaking down? Do you think there's any gravity in that off the back of Tamori being allowed to join AC Milan? I now, I just thought of this, and again, this is me speculating. I now think he has not wanted Tomori to go. Remember we said, for those of you who may not have listened, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we said, Lampard's like, Tomori's got a long future at this club. And then suddenly he's getting loaned out and there's an option to buy. Mm. And you're like, well, that that is counterproductive. My dad said to me, well, you wouldn't turn around and say the players, you know, not got a future if you're trying to sell him because you want to bump his value up. And I'm like, that's a good angle as well. Now that he's gone, I wonder if he sat there going, yeah, I wouldn't have loaned him out. But then you'd have played him. So then it's it's up in the air. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but maybe he's not agreed with the, the buy-on, you know, the sell-on clause. Well, um, it was only a few weeks ago he was out saying that he's part of the long-term future of the club. 
if he I, did go out on loan, there is no there's no buyout. It's a loan and come back with the experience. And then obviously, AC Milan have, have got it written into the contract that it's a buy-in. Um, so you know, you, you have to look at it then a, a little bit objectively, where you think, well, maybe Frank's undermined, or maybe somebody's been a little bit underhanded in their approach behind the scenes. We don't know. We won't know. We're, we're obviously sitting and speculating. But the reason for the episode today is obviously to, to give you your platform because this is your club legend. Yeah. This is your living, breathing club legend. This isn't a club legend who played for the club 80 years ago. Dixie Dean is revered as a legend by Everton. But Dixie Dean died in the 80s and hasn't played football since the 60s. You know what I mean? That There's that yeah, gap. Yeah, yeah. He is a living club legend. He has recently achieved all of the things that make him a great. And for me, looking at it more recently, if Duncan Ferguson was brought in 18 months, was moved out because, you know... We, he hasn't won that many games in his last... I think he's got, what, two wins in his last six, something like that. They're looking at it and they're like, oh, you know, it's not good enough for this club, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well, as you said before, surely he's got a right to try and play his way out of that. Surely somebody at some point has got to go, hang on, this is Frank fucking Lampard. This isn't, this isn't just some, some mercenary who's here for a payout, big shout to Phil Scalari. This isn't some mercenary who's just coming in or somebody learning to cut the teeth so they can use us and move on. Shout out to ABB. This is somebody who's who's who's, in, who's twinned in with the club, who's who's very fabric and fibres are entwined with what we do and what we believe. And you look around the stand when it was full, there's all all banners to Lampard, there's odes to him all over the place. His name is synonymous with Chelsea Football Club and all it's achieved over the last fifteen years, twenty years. Um, and now, as much as Romans come out and said, "Oh, you know, we're still a legend, still welcome back." Everybody's going to remember the time he was sacked by Chelsea Football Club. Yeah. Look, I, you, you know, you, you're saying all those things and you're 100% correct. He's my hero. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I grew up watching him. He's the reason I fell in love with Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? Watching him yeah. play. And, like, it's just... They, they knew this was going to happen. Or they're, like, gobsmacked that it has. Like... Like, I can't, for me, I can't sit here and go, this is because of the results. Because that seems ludicrous in the sense of, why are you surprised that this has happened at, at some point? Mm. So why didn't you just get, and I'm not trying to say, like, just, because any, just way, anybody, I want to make this I want to make this clear. If this is any manager, this isn't on, right? Regardless of this is Frank Lampard, Jose Mourinho, AVB, who had, AVB got sacked and it wasn't really on. I, I, I was at Goodison Park when you beat us and it was uh, Pinar's first game back after going to Tottenham. Mm. And I was sat in the Everton end with my dad and my uncle. And me and my dad are Chelsea fans. And I watched none of the players move. Basically do fuck all. And then the Chelsea fans start singing, you get sacked in the morning to AVB. I didn't walk from that game away pissed at AVB. I walked away going, regardless of what your relationship is with your manager right, as a player, you still put in 100%. Yeah, because ultimately you don't fight, play for him. And you still fight to win. Mm. Because this is the... And you've hit the nail on the head there. Frank's gone now, right? So you know if all the players go out and... Back, if Team of Werner and Kai Everts and everyone, and everyone has a blinder and we beat Burnley, beat Wolves, beat Tottenham, yeah? We finished yeah. in the top four. Well, if you'd have done that all season, you'd probably won the league. Mm. So you've only year, yeah. <laughs> so you've only fucked yourself over, right? So so 
do you know what I mean in that sense? So I, I don't have any time for that, but I want to make this clear, even though I'm gutted, like I am gutted. I would be, I've been pissed off. I've been pissed off when they've sacked Joe. The, the only ones I've not been that pissed off at was Scolari. Also, that might have been because of how old I was. Like, do you know what I mean? As you get older, the Sari thing, I was reactive and pissed. And then by the end, I remember saying to my dad, I go, I actually feel kind of bad for the way I've been over the course of the season. I said, because no man should, I shouldn't want any man to lose his job, regardless of just because his beliefs don't match with mine or the clubs or whatever. But this just, and I know and this is where it gets difficult because a lot of people go and his club and his status has absolutely no, he doesn't give him any God-given right as a manager. No. Which I agree with. You know, but it should players, also buy him some but, respect enough to say, you're in a slump, get us out of it. But that does come into account when you hire him. Does, of course, yeah. And we said this literally, you might not, if, if you're a long-time listener, you might not even got around to listening to the episode that's just come out where we discuss it again. And, and you asked me at one point at the end, I'm pretty sure it was the last one where you went, would you, it was about top four and sacking him or keeping him. And I went, no, keep him. I asked you, would you rather have the top four under a new manager or finish eighth but keep Frank Lampard for the season? And you said keep Frank Lampard because he's more important to the long-term project. And again, and I'm not, this is this is going to sound so like, if you haven't listened to the last one yet, it's still very important. Important in the sense of, in the sense of like, it's still relevant, sorry. It's not it's the most important podcast episode there's ever been. Ever. The most important football podcast episode in existence. No, it's still relevant. It is. And then the majority of it's about Liverpool anyway, so... Don't that. But it's just I'm I'm just like okay. Like I see Tuchel now and I'm like, okay, right? Here's the thing, right? And I've said this on the show before. His with Dortmund and PSG has both ended with him falling out with um the hierarchy, which we've got a great reputation of accepting. So this only ends, by the way, with them two falling out. He yeah. gets sacked at like like this is what I mean. He does get sacked because they will fall out. It's Conte all over again for yeah. me. Now we've seen one report, and I sent it to you that apparently he's getting a four and a half year deal. Now that's been corrected by the same uh, report. It's apparently two and a half with the option of a another one. So, so let's say get sacked, then he might actually get. Well, let's say it's the two and a half. Yeah. Let's say it's let's say it's two and a half years. So he's obviously seeing out this season. What's the objective next season? Because by the way, five year plans, that's done. It's over. They don't exist. The Chelsea so that's support. not happening because this was the one mm. that's done. So literally now, Thomas Tuchel has to win the league or the Champions League, or he's gone. Can't finish second. And we've made it evident that top four isn't enough because we could have still got top four this year. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's well within the realms of possibilities. So, we were, talking about, we we're talking about lesser clubs with lesser setups and lesser resources pushing for the top four. So, so why not Chelsea? So, top four is top obviously not good enough, which you you know you start the, this episode yeah. with. So, Tuchel has to win the league next year, which means, which means he cannot afford to play Billy Gilmore, which means he cannot afford to play Callum Hudson-Odoi in the way that Callum Hudson-Odoi needs to be played. Callum Hudson-Odoi, as for what everyone says, needs to be drip-fed in. Because we've seen, when he comes on, he's great. Came on against Lewin, did great. Comes on against um, City, gets the assist. He starts the game, nothing. So he needs building in, you know, integrating in slowly. Billy Gilmore needs that. There's no time for that. They're gone. 
Callum Hudson-Odoi, Bayern Munich come in now and go, 70, he's gone. Mount should be playing every game. We'll see. Reese James, should be. do they go out and buy a belter right back? Reese James is out. Tammy Abraham, you're out because it's go because he's going to go Werner up top, Pulisic on the left, uh, Ziyech on the right, Havertz in the middle. Yeah, Mount Kante behind. Might so Tammy Abraham, he might put Javertz in. He might be a big Jorginho fan. I don't know. Yeah. So all of this, this was great. Look what Chelsea done. I might now. I might. It, all, it almost it almost cancels might... out last year's achievements of going and doing so well with the kids. Sacking Frank Lampard rules out last season. It's an irrelevance. It's a complete irrelevance. Last season's only good because it's part of this journey. Mm-hmm. Because you've sacked him, it's an irrelevance. We didn't win anything. And that's clearly all that matters. So last season's pointless. Go on. That's your question. You're, you're obviously a fan, and I can tell, obviously, it's still raw with you. And, yeah. And as you, as you Why believe, we're doing it now? You know, <laughs> exactly, yeah, both of them. For those of you who were uh, who were listening, you're sometimes I think you're quite lucky that you can't see us, but in this sense, as I would say, not because you can see how not upset, that's not the right word, but how emotionally involved and in front of you are. Um what next for Frank? Uh I as I scrolled through Twitter, then he's uh, favourite for the Celtic job. So Celtic I still mean, have a manager, by the way. By the way, the, the by the way, he's only met, he's only favourite for the Celtic job because the media want nothing more. Than Rangers, Gerrard, Celtic, Lampard. Now they want we, nothing. Uh, more. We named uh, an episode Lampard versus Gerrard 2.0, so we can't say nothing. So, <laughs> oh, so are we? Which, by the way, we spoke about for 20 seconds. So, oh, yeah. but as it's as if we're magicians. Um, I think unless he gets offered a belter job, like a, like an interesting job, not necessarily like a top job. But I mean, like something that sparks his interest. A project. We 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 won't see. We won't hear from him until the summer. Yeah. Uh, and then it'll be, it'll be, it'll be seeing what comes. Sorry, uh, it'll be seeing what comes up. And look, there's, I, I wouldn't turn around and if he took the championship, a job in the championship, that's not a failure. If he took a job abroad, that's not a failure. If he got another job in the Premier League, that's not a. I wouldn't say Chelsea tenure is a failure because last year he'd done so incredibly well and if anything overachieved. This year he's hit one blip and he's been thrown out. I don't class it as a failure. No, that's I don't. The looking in. And. If you want to throw points per games, and I've seen one that's, ah, oh, Lampard's career trophies as a player versus Lampard's achievements as a... I've seen, already seen the one go up, and it's all the his trophies. Well, it's all his trophies as a player, and then it's FA Cup runners-up, and it's, like, the difference, and I'm like, oh, whatever. But, again, I've already... I've seen the ones that's like, ah, oh, Solskjaer v Arteta v Lampard. Look who failed first, and you're like, brilliant. Um, it's a circum- It's not a circumstance of the manager, that. It's a circumstance of the club mm. because Solskjaer and um, Arteta would have both been sacked if they were at Chelsea. Yeah. It would have been. Um, uh, Klopp would have been sacked if he was at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a circumstance yeah. of, of Chelsea. And, and, and I said earlier on, I feel like a bit of a mug because you buy into it right now. I bought into guys. We're not doing that anymore. This is long-term. All right. We're going to seize this opportunity to change the culture at the club. That academy that you've always wanted players to come through, they're going to start coming through. We're, we're going to, this is a long-term plan. All right? We're going to seize this opportunity. And Chelsea fans all bought into it. We all bought into it. Love it. You're doing it with the greatest ever player, arguably. We're in. Last season went so well. We splashed a load of cash. We played football manager. 
for whatever reasons of catching up with a transfer ban, getting ahead of Brexit, getting ahead of the opposition, playing catch-up, whatever. All I hear is, Frank Lampard bought these players, Frank Lampard bought these players. Frank Lampard may have, Frank Lampard may have not. I don't know how people seem to just know this. But regardless of what's happened, it, look, it's sounding like, it's sounding like Havertz wasn't, Werner was. So mm-hmm. you can have it both ways. Werner's not been playing well. If that's his signing, that's his signing. Havertz hasn't, that's not his signing. So, it, you know, you can throw them out wherever you want. But there was, I bought into it and they've sacked him. And you're basically going, well, we tried. We tried, guys. We tried that. And it hasn't really worked. But you know what's been successful since 2003? This model. So none of you get to complain. And they're right. They're right. I don't get to complain. 2003, he bought the club. Most successful club since that point. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're, you know, but it is literally for us to have that high, low, high, low, high, low. I'm, I, I might by the end of it really like Tuchel and be gutted when he goes. I might go AVB Scolari Sari with him and go, eh, right, I support you because you're in charge of my club and I want my club to do well and, and it's not your fault and this might just not be a good match. Right, we'll see it out, right, who's next? Sam will sell on that one. Just, um, what episode are we on? 41. This is a special, so this won't go out as 42. No, so no. by the time two show gets sacked, we'll be on episode 44. <laughs> we'll be able to come straight back to this one and, uh, and discuss it. Look, from Look. the outside looking in, it's not my club. He's not my club legend, but he's still, for me, he was a likable character. Um, I wanted to see him given time. I wanted to see him given the opportunity to see his, his project through, but... It's incredibly sad that they've let him go, but that that's from an outside looking in. I can tell how, how invested you are. Obviously, you, you've alluded to the fact that he's your hero, he's a Chelsea legend, and you wanted to see it go the other way in terms of giving time and something to build. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll just quickly. I think this has been particularly harsh because of the current climate we're in. I think if fans had been in the stadium, it would have been a lot different. Mm-hmm. It's not an excuse. It's not a... It's a factor. But I think it's a factor because you never, no one in that stadium is going to boo him. I think it'll be interesting the first game back when we are allowed in. And I say we, I can't go, I don't live there, you know. But when Chelsea fans are allowed back in, that's going to be an interesting first game because mm. they're going to cheer his name. His mm. name will get sung around that stadium, regardless of who, how well we're doing. I hope Tuchel does well. I hope he gets off to a good start for him because he, you know, I have to now. Go down that route now. Um, have I got any interest in watching the game Wednesday? Only because we do this show. I'll be honest. Only because we do this show have I got any interest in watching Wednesday. And another thing, it's kind of just a bit of a a sad day for coaches and English coaches in particular. But I again, I also don't feel like it. that's what perspective you look at because maybe it's just a sad day for English coaches looking at the Chelsea job. Because you look at United and Arsenal right now. Out of the slumps. We spent a lot of last, this podcast, because we finished, you know, we started in the lockdown. We spent a lot of this podcast. Lockdown one, yeah, we're in three now, if you're in the UK. Um, And we've never called for Solskjaer to go. No. But we discussed it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our angle, I found, was always... But, you know, what are the board doing here? What do they want? You know, blah, blah, blah. Solskjaer's still there. Solskjaer's just knocked Liverpool out of the cup. And Solskjaer's got United top of the league. But how many times should he have, quote-unquote, been moved on? How many yeah. times should Poch have been brought in? 
Yeah. Arteta. The runs they were going on. Mm. Can Arsenal get relegated? Yes, they can. Now they're two points off us. Klopp blowing 10-point leads, blowing this, blowing that. Chelsea, are you, sorry, have you lost five and eight? Or now it's whatever it is, four and nine or whatever. Five and nine. Bye. That is my club. And I have always known that, but I kind of know it now, if you get me. It's driven home with the severity of the treatments, I think. I've always known. I've always known. I can't not know. I've been surrounded by it since 2003. Do you know what I mean? I've been a Chelsea fan before that, but since 2003, this is now my club. Mm. So even City don't do this. Nope. For the money they have, I know it's been in a short period of time, but City don't do this. Pellegrini will see out a season. Mm. Mancini, you know, like things like that. But like Guardiola will see out his time there, regardless of how bad it gets. Chelsea would have sacked Guardiola by now. Yeah, they would have, yeah. So this is my club now, and I don't... I am afraid to get attached again. Do you know what I mean? Because I've done it that many times, but this one hurts because you've done this to the club legend. And you can write statements, and it's all nice, and it's great, but you still hired him when you probably shouldn't have. So what was the plan? Did you want him as a scapegoat, or did you expect it to go different? And I don't think we'll ever know. And then and, and that's, that's the bit that hurts, where you're going, I hope they didn't go that one where I hope they haven't gone... Need someone to get about a pickle here, and if it goes well, it goes well. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Frank, do you want the job? I, I, I really hope that that's not been what it's been, and it has just been a they expected him to do some Guardiola Zidane like thing, and it, and it's it's unfortunately not gone the way that they've expected because obviously yeah. if it had or they thought it could, they obviously thought this cannot go at any point back in a good direction. Which obviously not, mate. Yeah, dressing room issues. Yeah. Because if the players were like, no, no, we're on board. We're just playing shit. You won't sack him, will you? I'm telling you now, Wednesday night's going to be very interesting. It will. It will. Uh, and then we'll get to talk about that the next day. I don't even want to speculate on how it's going to be because uh, it's all crazy at the minute, mate. It's all up in the air. It's just a whole madness. But listen, thanks for jumping on and doing the... Uh, yeah. The inevitable ripping off of the plaster and getting it out of the way should make the next show a little bit more focused, but we'll have a little bit more information as well, so we'll be able to put a bit more meat on the bones, hopefully. But listen, Frank Lampard out, it is what it is. It's happened. You have to deal with it and you have to move on. No, you can't have Carlo back, but that's just how it is, unfortunately for you. Um, I hear... I hear Big Sam's not going to be at West Brom for long, so it's another option for you if you don't want to get relegated. No, 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 it's Tuchel. So, all oh, right, okay, fair. I'm, I'm just yeah. thinking about you know your club. Obviously, if Arsenal can get relegated, then we should do one on you. But no, that's me just having a jab. I'm only messing. You know that. Um, listen, it is what it is. Made it happen. Now we deal with it. We move on. We will know more by the time the next episode comes out as well. But thank you again for taking the time out of your day to uh, to go over that. I thought it was important to to get a, an, an emotional instant reaction from you to be honest it was yeah so thanks for listening guys really appreciate that um, this is a special episode that will still go out with the same little bits added to it so um, make sure you're following us uh, at two men rambling um, that's the number two on twitter uh, email us two men rambling at gmail.com make sure you're following us on youtube uh, every other podcast platform possible Um Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, keep listening to yourself and make sure you're telling people about us as well because, believe it or not, we do like new people regardless of what I say constantly about hating people. You know it's bad when you're doing the outro.
Well, I, you know I'm in a bad you. place. Yeah, yeah, when I'm gonna, yeah, I'll show you. We know when something's not right. I was like, I wonder if he's going to ask me to do the outro here. And then I seen you like look at me and I was like, I was like in another, in the right I'm on another planet. Yeah. And you start going, so write to us. And I was like, fucking Ali knows I'm not in a good place right now. Follow us on the YouTubes and the Spotify's kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, get yourself away then. Thanks for that, guys. Yeah, guys, thanks a lot. And uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, later in the week. Where I don't want to talk about Chelsea. For all of you that have not enjoyed the Chelsea merry-go-round for the last few weeks, don't worry. I ain't bringing us up again. Okay? We'll see. We'll see. Done. Cue Thursday. Ah, right. Thanks, Lawrence. See you later.